0: Wherever podcasts are available.
1: Howdy, y'all. Welcome to Rachel Uncensored, the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. Hi, I'm Rachel Ballinger, and I'm solo today. Well, I'm not. I have Blaze Boy with me behind me who has taken over my entire couch, so I'm sitting in my office chair in front of the couch. That's okay. He's allowed to do what he wants. He's the king of the castle here. I think anyone with a dog that they're obsessed with will understand that. But uh, anyway, it's just us two. He can't speak, so I'm the only one with a microphone. And I am ready to read some Am I the Assholes? Get a good debate going. I want some controversial ones. I like, well, actually, I hate, but I also like, it's a give and take. It's a yin and yang. I feel like I'm not allowed to use the term yin and yang anymore. I feel apprehensive saying that. But as of right now, all I know is I'm allowed to say it. I just... I don't know it feels wrong for some reason. It feels like it's such an old saying that I'm sure it's outdated somehow. Anyway. <laughs> I like when there's a, a puzzler of a am I the asshole. And then I, you guys have responded pretty well in the comments having discussions on your points of views on certain ones. I love when you uh, kindly disagree or share another perspective. I love seeing other perspectives because, listen, we're humans. We can... We only know what we know. And I know that is a dumb saying, but it's true. It's really hard for us to see things from another perspective. if We've had zero experience from the other side. So let's see if we get some good little tidbits today. I just pulled them up. I haven't read them. So let's get going. Am I the asshole for making it clear that if he keeps the grandkids away, then he will not be getting an inheritance. This sounds like an upset parent who is going to use their inheritance that they're going to pass on to get what they want instead of changing who they are. That's all, that's what I'm getting from this. It sounds like someone's entitled, but let's see. Let's dive in. Who here is entitled? The child or the grandparent? I, sorry, should I? Can I do a dramatic reading? Are we okay with that? I will try to keep this short. My son and his wife, home, my, though they didn't put an S. I'll put an S on there for them. My son and his wife's home needed repairs. Before living together, we had a good relationship. The problem came when his wife wouldn't follow the home rules. Dun, 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 dun. It's always the daughter-in-law, isn't it? They are pretty simple, like clean up after yourself, don't be loud at night, and the big one was no drinking in the home. Oh, that's hard for some people. I could see where this one's like, hey, I'm an adult, don't tell me what to do. And they're like, hey, this is my home. These are my rules. And then those two butt heads, okay. No alcohol in the home. We made this really clear and my son knows his mother has trauma related to alcohol. Okay. This is, this is the dad speaking. Great. We informed our daughter-in-law in general terms also. Okay. So it's not just, they don't like it, but mommy dearest has trauma. So we respect, we respect the traumas. The first few months seemed fine and it turned for the worse when the weather got cold. Oh, I feel like I'm reading an intense novel. We couldn't prove it at the time, but we were sure they were drinking. Okay, so it's not just her, the daughter in law, it's also your son, but we will continue. It came to a head when cleaning my w- wife. Oh, they really need to put some grammar in here. It came to a head when cleaning, my wife found wine in the attic. She was pissed and poured it out. Apparently, it was a $300 bottle, and it caused a huge fight between her. And the daughter-in-law "Oh, but what if this wasn't she was drinking? It's just like she's owned this, and since they moved in because their house had to be remodeled, she was like, "This is in storage. I have to this is a 300 special bottle of wine. I'm storing it in the attic. I'm not drinking it, And the mother finds it and pours it out. If that's what happened, that's kind of messed up on on the grandma because she wasn't trying to drink in the house, she was storing her wine in the attic away from everybody. But, you know, like, when you're moving, like, I, would, I would move. I'd have shot glasses and stuff with me. Let's, let's get on to this, see if there's any more details. We let them stay until the renovations were done, and they have been out two weeks ago. Relationship has been tense, and I figured we just needed some time apart. My son met up with me and told us that we can't see our grandkids anymore, that the incident made him rethink our relationship. Okay. It usually isn't just one thing. It's usually a bundle of things and there's a catalyst. There's a straw that breaks that camel's back, right? If your relationship was absolutely perfect and then this one thing happened, I think both sides could be, you know, like, oh, that was, you don't like that to happen, but we'll figure it out, blah, blah, blah. But if there was a bunch of stuff going on and they're like, this is the last straw, maybe. Um, I told him that was bullshit. That he knew the one big rule in the house caused stress to his mother, my wife. He told me it was final, and I told him if he goes through with this, then he will be left out of the will. Okay, you can't buy someone's love. You can't put ultimatums on it. You can't be like, I'm, you, no, that's not how that works. Uh, this started another, another argument, and he's pissed at me. And then, oh, there's more. Edit, the wine was open. Oh, so it wasn't just like a bottle she was saving. There was an open bottle. Okay, Edit number two, I called my sister and asked her to tell me to track down the price of the wine. My wife sent a picture of the bottle when this happened. You were right. It wasn't 300, but around 25. I need to talk to my son and find out why she lied about that. Oh, okay. There's some weirdness going on. So it wasn't a bottle she was storing. It was an, an active bottle of wine. That was cheap, but it sounds like she wanted to make it more drama than it was. So she was like, it was three i I'm clear fluffled by this. I don't quite know. Um, I think you should never say like, Hey, let me see my grandkids or you're not getting any money. Cause then you're just using your money to get what you want. And that's very manipulative. I feel like the best thing to do would be to try and fix the relationship, not put an ultimatum and, you know, doomsday on the relationship. That's not a mature thing to do. Uh, I never think that's the mature thing to do. If you're like this, well, eh," it could be like, okay, if we're out of your life, then we're out of your lives. And then you could just take them out of the will for that. Or you can try and slowly build your relationship back up, reach back out after a little bit of time, you know, admit your wrongs and then let them admit theirs. Uh, If you're saying, am I the asshole for making it clear that, He's not getting an inheritance. I'd say yes, because, but, the wine thing. I know she has trauma, so that definitely, like, they definitely shouldn't have been drinking in the household for sure. I like, that's they broke a rule, and you can definitely be upset. I'm wondering if there's more underlying things than that, but let's see. Let's see. Someone said, what part of the incident made him rethink your relationship? Were the things he said and done during the fight after the wine was poured out that are being glossed over here? Or is it really just over the wine? That's a really good question. Because there's there's always more to the story, right? There's always. Uh, He says the whole thing, no sticking point. They refused to apologize when it happened. They were really pissed. She threw out the wine. That one thing They have brought up multiple times. From my understanding, nothing horrible was said to either parties. Um, Someone said, why did they have a $300 bottle of wine? This is not a drink till you pass out cheap wine. This was for an occasion. What was the occasion? Was it a gift? And then OP said, no occasion that I knew of. It was open. So they were drinking it recently. And then someone replied, this whole thing's really, really weird. Just so you know. A, freaking out. Freaking out like this over someone else having a drink in your home when they were staying there. This is not healthy behavior. This is controlling. Still your house, your rules. That's what I say. But I still think they're like, I'm an adult. I totally get that being like, I'm not a child. You can't tell me not to drink, but I get that it's your house. It's very butting heads. And I understand that. And then this person said, B, nothing mean was said, but your son wants to keep their child away from you. This is very, very weird. People don't just randomly cut off their parents for funsies or something like that. Again, it's extremely minor. I'm hearing a lot of missing, missing reasons here. Um, I agree with that person. I think there's just more to it, and we don't know. I mean, it's two men discussing. They're probably missing some points or just trying to relay what their wives said and they don't remember it all. Uh, someone else responded that said the boundaries were placed that there was to be no alcohol in the house. This was disclosed prior to them moving in and they agreed. When the person who has trauma surrounding alcohol finds an open bottle of alcohol and pours it out, that's not controlling, that's enforcing boundaries. If they wanted to drink, they should not do it in the home. There's no respect for the boundary set or compassion for the reason behind the boundaries. I know people who absolutely cut parents off for quote-unquote minor infractions so it's believable, but in this case, I'm sure there's more to the story because there's always three sides. <gasps> there is three sides. The truth is the third. Um, someone's saying, I have, I'm in a dry household. If I found an open bottle of wine, I would be furious too. Everyone just seems to be saying there's more to the story. Um, this one's saying, he's out of the will then. His behavior is childish. If, his, if all this is true, um, I hope you have other children. If not, There are so many deserving charities out there to leave your money to. You raised an entitled kid, not the asshole. And then someone's like, I don't understand this. Unless the son and the daughter-in-law are alcoholics, how hard is it to not have a drink for a couple of weeks? I'm not a drinker. Holiday toast is usually all I drink, so I really don't understand. Someone says it sounds like the daughter-in-law is gaslighting her husband, saying that you are the problem when she is. The overall is not the asshole, though. I don't think it's healthy to put ultimatums on relationships especially when it comes to money. You're using money to get your way instead of trying to solve things like adults. And I don't appreciate that. I say there's more to the story than all this. If this is all cut and dry, they are definitely overreacting. Though the rules are the rules. I have certain rules in my house and if someone broke that, I would be very mad. I'd let them talk it out. And if they were still mad at me, then I'd be like, okay, get out of my house. But I just don't think the, the inheritance thing was healthy. If you were trying to use it to get back into the lives, that's just not how you do it. All right. Before we go on to the next one, let's check to see if we have a sponsor for today. Sponsor, sponsor! Skims, Skims is our sponsor for today. Everyone knows that finding a perfect t-shirt can be a challenge. Whether it's too big, too small, the fit is weirdly cut, or the quality is severely lacking. Luckily, I found the perfect t-shirt and it's at Skims. They have crop silhouettes for them fems to long sleeves layering tees and their styles for everyone. I've been wearing Skims for over a year now and I absolutely love the quality of everything I've gotten. It's silky smooth, it fits well, and my girlfriend always steals them from me. I absolutely love the cotton jersey t-shirt they sent me. It fits like an absolute dream. I wear it all the time. And my girlfriend stole the Skims soft smoothing t-shirt because it's extremely flattering And she can wear it on casual errands or when she wants to dress up for the night. If you want to try them out, then shop Skims T-Shirt Shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes XXS to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that I sent you, that Rachel Uncensored sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select my show in the drop down menu that follows.
0: That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And
1: all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind.
0: This is the story of Harry Dallowance and how he rose from nothing to become New York's
1: King of the Egg Cream. So if
0: you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the
1: Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. All right, next one. Am I the asshole for telling my future daughter-in-law not to do it again instead of saying, I forgive you? It's always the daughter-in-law drama. People just can't handle the in-laws. They're stealing their perfect son away. They're causing the issues. Oh, my eldest is getting married soon. Oh, and your eldest. Your, your baby boy. <sighs> my eldest is going to get married soon, and I have a beautiful wedding dress that I have promised my daughter that she can wear. It's basically a beaded ball gown. I have issues with my future daughter-in-law. Nothing major, but she has spread word I didn't say. I'm only 44. What? Are you saying like, I am not old. I am young and hip. What does that have to do with anything? Nothing major, but she spread words I didn't say. Okay. So she's a little gossip. She's a little liar, liar, pants on fire. But you're only 44. I don't understand why you were just like, she lied. I'm only 44. (laughs) Okay. Cute. Let's get on to this. At the beginning, I thought she just misunderstood what I was saying, or I did say something that made her mad, so I started to only interact with her through text and when other people are around. Oh, okay. I haven't had to use any of my messages until now. She tried to call me earlier this week, and I told her I was busy, and to text it. I'm glad I did. She wanted to use my wedding dress and do alterations to it. I told her no, since I promised my daughter that it is hers. That is totally reasonable. Okie dokie. The next day, I got a ton of texts from my family members about me not being welcoming and telling her that she isn't my kid. What? Ah, I got so many that I just screenshotted the text and sent it to all of the family. Whole family was upset. She lied to them. Oh, she is naughty. She is naughty. I got a FaceTime call from my son and her. My daughter was in the room during this. She gave an apology and I told her not to do it again. Now my son and her pissed I didn't say, I forgive you. I'm going to say not the asshole. If that's true, like this, the fact that this has been happening, so you decided to do, make it so you always have proof and then you've had to use that proof. I'm going to say not the asshole. Because you don't forgive her. She's being a butt and you like put your foot down. Nah. Then someone said, what's happening here? Your son's fiance asked to wear your wedding dress then your, f- and then text your family lies. Is this about the wedding dress or are her saying things that are not true about you? If you break a plate and apologize a million times, the plate will still be broken. Don't do it again is a very reasonable sp- response, not the asshole. OP says it's about her making things up. The wedding dress was just involved since she wanted to use it and I said no um yeah not the asshole in the slightest they have no right to be pissed she was a butthead and you're like hey don't be a butthead again that's a fair response not gonna uh, not the asshole she sounds like a drama hound who molds the world around her until she is the victim exhausting stand your ground just because your son is whipped doesn't mean everyone else has to koto koto to her What's KOTO to her? Cater? But they said KOTO. K-O-W-T-O-W. I don't know what that means. If you haven't forgiven her, why would you say such? Then you'd be a liar. Um, and then so she, OP said, I'm just glad I noticed her changing my words, even for minor things, and told her to text so I had the receipts. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big old not the asshole on that one. Woo! Nope. Okay. Here's another. Am I the asshole for locking up my good liquor and only having store brand for my family? Nope. Nope. I'm just going to say it. You don't have to. You don't owe people anything. If you're giving them free alcohol, they should be appreciative. If they want something different, they better bring it themselves. BYOB. BYOA. Let's get something done. All right. But let's read. I don't care if you call me a snob. I enjoy my drinks and I can afford to get myself a good bottle every now and then. As you do. Snaps to you. You earn that. You pay your bills. Your bills are paid. You deserve a fine glass of whatever is your preference. When we host at our house, I have learned not to leave out the good stuff. There is literally no point. My family, my wife's family, our friends, it doesn't really matter. If they aren't going to appreciate what they're drinking, then I feel no reason to waste it on them. Truth. Yes. When people offer me like really expensive tequila, I'm like, no, just give me the cheap stuff you have because I don't know the difference. Go for it. I know. I buy huge bottles of whatever from Costco. They can have all the mixed drinks they want. A giving man, giving or woman. I don't know if you're gay. Uh, yes. Cost- That's what I did it for new year's Eve. All of our big parties, I go to Costco, I buy the big vodka, the big tequila, and I say, have at it. I'm not going to go buy them Grey Goose, even if I prefer that. Our friend Zara has a secret bottle of Patron stashed at the house. (laughs) Because she likes Patron, she bought it for herself and stashed it here so she can drink it when she's over. Because I buy the cheap stuff for everybody else. And she's like, you can have something for one. I'm like, no, I won't appreciate it. People have their preference. If you buy it yourself, you can drink what you want. You are not obligated to give anyone else the good stuff. My wife says, I look like an asshole because I won't share. You are sharing. You are sharing. You are giving them free alcohol. You're sharing. And that is caring. I told her that I would share if her brother could do two things. Figure out which bourbon was 20 and which was 1,200. And then just sip and enjoy without slamming it back like a shot or mixing it with ginger ale. He didn't pass. Done. I, not the asshole. At all. And, and if she's wanting it for her family? No, I'm pfft, not the asshole. Unless you are drinking the good stuff in front of them and have good stuff locked away in plain sight. If doing either of these things, you're flaunting it and essentially making a statement that you are better than them. And he says, no, I don't drink with them. I don't drink the stuff I have squirreled away in front of them. I don't drink the stuff I have squirreled away in front of them. Great. Bully for you, then. You're not being selfish. The good alcohol is special occasion stuff. You're doing it right. Yeah, not the asshole. Everyone's saying not the asshole at all. No, you're fine. Especially if you're not drinking in front of them and you don't have it displayed in front of them. That was stupid. People are weird. Again, if you disagree with me on any of this stuff, please comment down below. I do want to know how y'all feel about the bottle of wine in the attic. They definitely should have respected the rules. They had the, peop- the homeowners had every right to be upset. But I don't think they should say, you're not getting your inheritance if you don't let me see my grandson. Because that is just putting an ultimatum on the relationship instead of trying to fix it. La-di-da. Next one. I'm having fun. Am I the asshole for telling my brother that he'd better hope his son doesn't grow up to be like him when he announced his wife's pregnancy? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a mean thing to say. I'm sure it was funny, but it's definitely mean. Let's read some more. Edit. I want to clarify. I meant to write son or daughter in the title. This was a mistake. Okay. So he hopes the son or daughter doesn't grow up to be like him when the pregnancy was announced. Got it. Uh, this dude is a 35-year-old male, and his brother David is a 36-year-old male. So David is a year older. They live in the USA. Been brought and brought up here, but our parents are from Asia. Okay. Both of us live in different states, and my parents wanted to live with David since he's been the favorite son. They just like him, and he's the older child, etc. Okay. A little bit of resentment built up, but that's fine. David said that he does not want to look after his parents and that they are not his problem. He dumped them at an old age home and let me know after that. Wow. You didn't even get, David didn't even get the OP a chance to grab his parents. You don't just dump them. You don't just dump them. You find accommodations. I was shocked and asked him how he could abandon his parents like that. He responded by saying they are not his problem and he doesn't owe them anything. Your, their life? Listen, if, if, if parents are shitty, parents are shitty. But <laughs> anyway, David just does sound kind of like an asshole though etc. We got into a huge argument and in, in the end, I got my parents out of the place and they're living with me now. I haven't talked to David since. Yeah, David, he's, it's one thing for him being like, I don't like my parents. I don't owe them anything. And then to call his brother and say, you better come get them. But to just dump them at an old folks home without telling anyone, that's an asshole move. His wife got pregnant recently and he informed me about it. I was not glad to hear from him, but I just said congratulations and added, I hope your son or daughter grows up to become a human being with values. He laughed at that and asked what I meant. I told him, I meant that I hope he does not grow up to be like you. He was shocked at that and asked me what the hell I was talking about. I said, hey, if they're like you, you'd get dumped yourself once you are old and can't look after yourself. He got mad at me and began to yell, accusing me of ruining his day and began to call me names, etc. I just asked him to get lost, and in the end, he left in extremely bad tempers. My other family members are saying that I should have not have done that, though. Am I the asshole? I mean, yeah, but it was fair. <laughs> Someone said, honestly, this post is probably impossible to give a good answer to without having basically lived your lives. Culturally, both the expectation to take care of elders And to favor the older son explicitly are more common in Asia than in the United States. Your brother seems to take umbrage with taking care of your parents. You seem to take umbrage with him being the favorite beforehand. This is true. Whether he's justified in putting your parents in care home or whether he's being an asshole depends on how the parents treated him, how he treated them in the care home, what level of resources they need, how financially capable he is, slash how much they supported him in adulthood and a ton of other factors. He would have had to be especially shitty on a number of counts to justify telling him that he's an awful person and hopes his son doesn't grow up to be like him, especially because he probably doesn't buy into the idea his retirement plan should be his kids. Yeah, I agree with that. Someone says, you're the asshole. He is not obligated to take in your parents. Neither were you. He should not be shamed for it. Some retirement homes are really nice. After my dad passed, my mother was physically capable of staying in her house, but she was terribly lonely. She had never lived on her own before. She SD'd her house and moved into a retirement home. She's happy now. She can come and go as she pleases, has medical attention when she needs it, and she is not lonely. Um, a lot of people are saying it, like, it depends. I would say, you're, what you said, as I said before, you were an asshole in saying that, no matter what. Just because someone else is an asshole doesn't justify You being an asshole, even if it's funny, even if it's true, it never justifies it. I think he should have told you before putting his parents in the home. Again, yeah, he does have the right to do that, but he should have been like, hey, I'm not putting, I'm I'm not keeping them. You either take them or I will pay for their home. I think that's fine on his part. And then you would have no right to be mad. The only shitty thing he did was do it without telling you. But a lot of, yeah, everyone's saying you're the asshole. Yeah. All right. I mean, if you guys disagree, uh, that is a very cultural thing that you, the, grand, the parents end up living with one of their children. There sounds like there's a lot of resentment on both sides, but he doesn't have to take care of them. <sighs> All right, let's get another one. Am I the asshole for saying I don't need to be thrifty? <laughs> Probably, even if it's true. Again, just because something's true doesn't mean you should say it. I'm engaged to Matt. Matt was raised by a single mom, Tina. It was the first time Tina came to stay with us over Thanksgiving. I get that there is some class difference. Tina worked mainly in restaurants and retail jobs to make ends meet. My mom is an engineer and my dad is a lawyer. Okay, you are privileged. Tina and Matt are not. Got it. It's always the daughter-in-law. Tina stayed on our couch and immediately tried to make me into this thrifty housewife for her son, although I'm currently making more than him as he's finishing his post-grad internship. Ooh, that's annoying. That, that's annoying. No, it became hostile about things like our hand soap in the bathroom, kitchen towels, and trash bags. We got into a major fight over them. I normally just use the trash bags that originally came with our trash can. I never really paid attention to the price, but after we got back from the grocery store, and I didn't get stovetop stuffing or mashed potatoes. She was mad at me. She didn't like the grocery store I chose to get our mini Thanksgiving dinner. We went to our loft, and she started yelling at me about how I didn't need to shop the way I do, and that I needed to wise up money-wise and not waste her son's money. Oh, does woman not know that you make your own dime? Does she know that you're not using her son's money? She's being overly protective of her son, but doesn't need to because you're not using his money. You have your money. again, I make six figures while her son is wrapping up his internship. But after that, he should match or exceed my pay in two years. So the price of milk and trash bags is not something I think of. Y'all are well off. I just don't think she knows how to comprehend that. Also, I am annoyed that she doesn't know you're the breadwinner. She should be applauding you, thanking you for getting her son through his internship. Hmm. Hmm. All right. There might be more to the story. I'm just getting a little heated. I told her that. I don't know what happened, but she starts crying saying how horrible I am. I got angry at her and left her in the loft and texted Matt about her. I went to stay with my sister and her girlfriend who lives on the other side of the city overnight. Yes, (laughs) gays. Sorry, I got distracted. They were planning to come to our mini Thanksgiving this Wednesday night. Matt asked if we could skip hosting because his mom is not in a good place and I upset her. They ended up eating the turkey I was going to prepare and then made Matt rush to get stove top stuffing and instant potatoes. He dropped an overnight bag off at my sister's. Normally Matt and my sister have a good relationship, but she yelled at him. Yes, please. His mom left, but Matt thinks we should discuss finances. Oh, she got into his head. She got into his head. My whole family heard about what happened over trash bags and Matt canceling Thanksgiving. My family is angry at him and his mom. My mom thinks I should cancel the engagement, but Matt and his mom think I'm awful for just leaving his mom crying in the apartment and I acted like a snobby diva to her. First up, most votes, not the asshole. She berated and belittled you in your own home because she didn't like the grocery store you went to to shop for things For Thanksgiving, you and Matt were hosting. Yeah, she overstepped it. He over. Someone said he already didn't have her back there. Not the asshole. Good luck, OP. Everyone's saying not the asshole. Matt's mother went from giving unsolicited and unwanted opinion to then escalate to full-blown, completely inappropriate behavior. Whatever she's dealing with has nothing to do with your choice of trash bags and mashed potatoes. This is true. You are not the asshole. That's so fucked up. Don't come into someone's home and tell them what they're doing wrong in their own home. If they're hosting you, you're like, you're hosting me wrong. Fuck off. Uh Uh-uh. I'm mad. She's a woman that works. Shouldn't she appreciate a woman that works? God damn it. I'm pissing. That one made me piss. I'm pissing. Before I get to another one, let's check to see if we have. Another sponsor for today. Sponsor, sponsor! Ah! And we're back. Okay. We just have a couple more. <sighs> Does reading other about other people being stupid and assholes and meanie faces and just idiots make you feel better about yourself? You're like, huh, I fuck up, but at least I'm not that bad. I don't know. I get kind of some kind of freeing feeling reading all this. Is that a problem? I don't know. Would I be the asshole for abandoning my friends after they made me wait two hours in the cold? They don't sound like your friends. No. Let's get into it. For context, I've been friends with this small group of people in my college film program for about a year and a half now. There's four of us. Me, Andy, Chris, and Jeremy. Those aren't their real names, but I guess they're close enough. We're keeping secrets. I love it. Most of us live in the downtown area of our state's biggest city, but Andy lives on the outskirts of the suburbs. For the longest time, I felt like the quote unquote backup friend as I would rarely be included when they would make plans to hang out. And I also felt like the butt of every joke. Okay. They're not your friends. I'm going to say that. They're not your friends. If you feel like you're being left out, you probably are and either talk to them about it or move on. The other Monday, we made plans to hang out around where Andy lives, an hour away from everyone else. That's gross. I texted the group chat what time we should meet up at the train station so Andy can pick us up. And Chris says he gets off work around five, I think. I then ping Andy to make 100% sure what time we should be there. His actual response, Chris just sent a fucking text. Do you not know how to read, bro? Okay, I guess, but kind of rude. Five it is. Yeah. These aren't your friends. These guys sound like fucking assholes. The next day I get ready at three, leave around four and get there right before five. I text to see if any of the other guys are on their way. No response. I waited until five thirty. I text a few more times. Still no response. I'm standing here at the train station in the cold with zero communication. Uh, I would have called them. Also, why wouldn't you not drive like in the train together. If you, three of you live in the same place, why would you not train together? I don't get any response from literally anyone until six. I'm on my way now. I'll be there in an hour. That's a total of two hours after the time I was given and that he spoken to me like a jerk for trying to clarify. I just go ahead and leave and tell them how cartoonishly inconsiderate of my time that was. The response can't do much about traffic, dog. I ain't Moses of the modern age. It's been over a week and a half and still haven't gotten a single apology from anyone. Am I over-exaggerating or was that a dick move? Um, I don't think you were over-exaggerating. I would have left too. I also would have never gone if my friends treated me at all the way that they did before you even got on the train. Also, I don't understand why you guys didn't go together and you should in the, like, call them. Someone says not the asshole, but they, they don't really sound like friends. I also wonder who the hell reads gets off from work around five as be at the train station texting to get picked up at exactly at five. To be clear, OP is not the asshole, and those people are not his friends. Additionally, I've unfortunately been in similar situations. I can just feel the friction on those texts. The way that you need to work to extract the information out of the people who get details on an activity slash hangout. I know how depressed and unwanted that can make you feel, but you know what real friends would do, OP? They would offer up the information freely and enthusiastically. Honestly, OP, just cut your losses and find better people to be friends with. Yeah. Someone says, devil's advocate here. He said he gets off at five. Off at five is not the same as pick up at five. And OP confirmed, but I wondered if it was I just want to confirm you get off at five, which was just said in the previous text. That being said, the response was rude and they aren't friends. Yeah. Someone said, yeah, OP definitely got there too early. He did try to clarify the time to actually meet up and got chewed out for it. So his friends seem pretty mean girlish. Everyone's just saying, bro, these aren't your friends. Leave it. Cut your losses. They aren't. They aren't. Oh, that's sad. That's really sad. All right. we got time for like two more. Let's do this. Am I the asshole for going out late at night while my boyfriend sleeps? That depends on your relationship. Let's find out more. We are both in our mid-twenties, living together. My boyfriend goes to work in the morning, so he goes to bed around 10 p.m. My friend group would always invite me out for supper, karaoke, and just to hang out past midnight. I enjoy the time we go out late just to hang out together. There are both guys and girls. We don't hang out during the day because that's when we're all busy with stuff and going out at night hits different. I usually return home around 4 to 5 a.m. Oh, God. Okay, you're in your mid-20s. God damn, I am sound asleep. That's almost, I'm about to wake up at that time. Gosh, I'm not, sh- I'm not shading you. I'm just, I can't, my brain can't compute how you do that. I guess in college, we would stay up doing that, absolutely nothing, but stay up till 4 a.m. doing absolutely nothing. Okay, my boyfriend doesn't like me doing this. Am I the asshole? Well, it depends on his reasoning. Yeah, it depends on his reasoning, really. Edit, info, that my boyfriend is working to provide for us. No, we are 50-50 with the bills and there's no issues with money. Okie dokie. Edit number two, wow, this post blew up. I, can, I can't read all the comments, but let me clarify something. My boyfriend makes enough money to support us both and more easily, but he chooses not to as we are not married yet, which is totally fine by me. He doesn't mind paying 70-30 when we go out. When I say I don't mix friends and relationships, I don't mean I intentionally hide him from my friend. Oh, this was like in the, th- she responded to someone and she said, I don't intentionally hide him from my friends. It just never occurred to me inten- intentionally introduce him to them. This is a fairly new friend group who I've only met and got close with over the last couple, couple months. They're not lifelong friends who have never met my boyfriend after six years. One time when we were out and we bumped into One of my friends, there was no interaction between them, though my friends knew he was my boyfriend. And later on, he expressed interest in meeting them. I got invited to dinner and brought him along to meet two of my friends. Um, it just sounds like this is who you are. He prefers you to not, and you prefer to do it. I think we need to learn why he doesn't want you to do it. Is, like, are you sleeping when he's awake then? Because you're awake when he's sleeping. Is it um, he doesn't trust you? Is it he like, you don't have time to do fun things with him because you're doing fun things with them instead? Like, what is it? Not the asshole, but I would leave you without thinking twice. <laughs> I probably would too. Uh, like, that's just not, it's just not compatible for my, with my life because I would like to go hang out and do fun things and party with my significant other. And they're, if they're only doing that when I'm asleep, I'd be like, hey, could you do that while I'm awake with me? Someone says, "Yeah, I've been with someone like that and absolutely nothing quote unquote good happens after midnight. That's always been my rule." If you want a serious partner that takes you seriously, go home. If not, stay out with your friends. Yeah, I was going to say like that's just not the vibe I as someone who is a, in a very committed relationship, I wouldn't want to be doing that every night. I wouldn't like if my girlfriend did that every night. Every once in a while like if your friends are in from out of town, oh my gosh, or it's someone's birthday, that totally makes sense. But to do this Constantly is uh, like, that's just something I wouldn't vibe with. You're not the asshole for doing it though. Surely once in a while is okay. My husband meets his friends past midnight once every week or every other week for an hour or two. It doesn't bug me unless I had plans in mind already. So people are saying, so she should just go home and sit there while he sleeps. I agree. Not the asshole, but I too would leave OP after only thinking up once about it. Not due to trust issues, but because there needs to be a level of syn—how do I pronounce that? Synchronicity, Synchri- synchronicity. Why can't I say it? Synchronicity in the relationship that you just can't have in the way OP describes it. Yeah, like, again, you're again—you're not the asshole. You can do what you want. You're in your mid twenties. Go live your life. And if your significant other is just like, I just don't like you doing it, and if you're like, well, tough titties, then you just aren't meant for each other. He's already on a path of nine to five, go to bed early, and you're just not, you're just in two different spots in your life. I would change to not the asshole. It sounds like the boyfriend is trying to forbid her from doing what she wants. He just isn't happy about it. And I'm sure there are a lot of people who wouldn't be happy with their partner spending a night a week out until 5am without them. Neither OP or her boyfriend are wrong. They just don't seem to be compatible at this point in their lives. Yeah. Someone says, I'm with you on that. Someone says, uh, but to be honest, after reading some of OP's other posts, I'm leaning towards you're the asshole. Didn't initially introduce him to her friends because she doesn't want to mix friends and partners. Sleeps until about noon every day and stays up late, making it hard to actually spend quality time together. Only arranges these friend gatherings when the boyfriend can't attend due to his work schedule. Plans to do more and more in the future because she loves this way of life. OP wants to be a single lady. I wish her partner was on Reddit so we could give him a bit of advice and help him on his way. Someone said, I'm a girl. If my boyfriend was going out with girls and guys, I'd obviously absolutely leave him as well. Uh, It's just, yeah, I don't know. I just don't think those two are compatible. If Abby just magically decided to just start going out till 4 or 5 a.m. every single night, I'd be like, yo, and she's sleeping till noon and she's hungover in the morning and she's purposely making plans when I can't go and then doesn't want to do anything fun with me when I can do something like, yeah, I'd be like, all right, you don't want to hang out with me. Our lives aren't compatible. I'm out. Like (laughs) whatever. She's not, again, not the asshole. She's living her life. It's just not how he wants to live his. All right. Last one today, y'all. Am I the asshole for wanting reimbursed from a dog owner because I hit their unleashed dog? Am I the asshole for wanting reimbursement from a dog owner because I hit their unleashed dog? What? Why are you being reimbursed? And why'd you hit a dog? Early last week, I hit an unleashed dog while driving in my neighborhood. Oh, I thought you meant like with your fist. Like you hit a dog? Oh my God. You're an asshole. You hit a dog. I, you're not an asshole. I, if, if, unless you were aiming for it. Okay. Sorry. Earlier last week, I hit an unleashed dog while driving my neighborhood about 15 houses away from my house. I was not speeding and it was purely an accident. The dog is still alive but got hurt pretty bad. However, it fucked up my bumper a bit and the estimate is a few grand to replace. Because I think I was not at fault, I went to the dog owner and asked him to reimburse me. No. Or pay to fix the damage to my car. The guy got pissed, saying I should have been more aware of my surroundings and that I should have to pay for his vet bills. He complained that his dog barely hung on and I'm a huge asshole for asking him to pay for my car damages. Yeah, you're an asshole. You're, you hit their dog. You almost killed their dog, whether it was an accident or not. Are you fucking kidding me? I wouldn't ever goddamn dream of it. You know how slow you're supposed to drive in neighborhoods? You're supposed to drive so slow that if anything hops out in front of you, you can slam on your brakes in a second, in less than a second. I pointed out that his dog wasn't leashed and there are leashed laws in our town. I told him, as far as I'm concerned, the whole thing is his fault. He slammed the door in my face. Am I the asshole? And then it says, edit. I want the owner either to pay out of pocket if he doesn't want to go through, in, th- go through, in. they spelled insurance wrong. If I do go through insurance, I want my 1K deductible reimbursed. So number one, right here, ladies and gentlemen, you're the asshole. And then it said you're the asshole for going directly to the owner of the injured pet for money so you didn't have to file an insurance claim. If you filed an insurance claim, you get compensated and your insurance may go after the neighbor slash the homeowner's insurance to cover the costs for not having their dog under control without an unnecessary direct conflict conflict with somebody whose pet you hit. Even not at fault, they're going to be pretty pissed about that. Going straight to the neighbor so you can try to squeeze more money slash less insurance deductible out of it makes you the asshole, especially because they're obviously not going to pay a few grand to save you on insurance deductibles. Someone says going fast enough to hit a dog. You're going fast enough to hit a child. Some people are like, yeah, you can drive as fast as you want. I'm sorry. You're the asshole. I, I, I'm going to stand firm on that. If I hit someone's dog, even if it was unleashed, I would feel so fucking bad. I would expect to pay their vet bill. <laughs> like. I would never expect them to pay for my car. Uh, and then says, or what happens if you hit a deer? Good luck getting the deer's family to pay for your deductible. So I said, it would be easy to force another few bucks out of them. LOL. Yep, they're rolling in the dough. Sure. If you fawn over them enough, I dare you to make me laugh at this. Oh, man. Dogs are way faster than children. I'm sorry. You were just a dick for going over there. Like, that's... Yeah, yeah, you could file an insurance claim for sure. You're the asshole for going directly to the owner. Like, yeah, I really... Like, their dog just almost died. I would just have some, like, common decency with that. You know? This one's split. This one's really split in the comments who's the asshole is. Oh, I think the OP is actually a chick. Whatever. I don't care. Uh, I, th- I, I guess as a, a driver and a dog owner, I think they're the asshole, but who am I to judge? I think I would just feel so bad about hitting an animal that I wouldn't even think that the, that they, like, that someone else would pay for my car. I think that's just the only thing that would go through my head. Anyway, that's it for today. I hope you guys enjoyed this. I certainly did. Don't be an asshole, and let me know if you disagree with any of my thoughts down below. Kindly, let's have a discussion. I like discussions. We're, we're open and communicative, all right? I love you guys, though. Please subscribe to see episodes every other week. But starting in January, you are going to get Rachel Uncensored's weekly. I know. So subscribe to get more good stuff. I love you all, and I will see you next time. Bye! Thank you for listening to this episode of Rachel Uncensored, the only place on the internet where you can find the uncensored version of me, Rachel Ballinger. I hope you enjoyed. If you did, please like, subscribe, or follow, or do whatever this platform tells you to do so that you can get notified every time I post a new episode. Love ya!
0: Six girls. I'm Cassie Waters. Bridget Nilsson. Mariella Williams.
1: I'm Gloria Smith. I'm
0: Annabelle Pearl. I'm Nadia Olson. One book.
1: Light Face: dark, dark Ascends.
0: A whisper in a shadow. And a demon from hell. <laughs> Calling Darkness. Available wherever you listen to your podcasts.